Yo, 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 you know what it is, man. It's the live, it's cloud radio show on the planet, man. Straight from the E-Block Radio, live on your dial, man. It's your boy, the hood, Howard Stern, Q Lewis, holding it down live from the 48205. Uh, today, man, I got a special treat for y'all, man. I got my man Mark Socks in the building, MRK Socks. I'm going to let him introduce himself, man. What's good with you, baby? E-Block Radio, what up, though? It's MRK SX, man. What's happening with you? Dog, man, same old, same old, bro. But for real, we about to have a for real conversation today, though, because it's some interesting facts that we need to go over. I want the people to know a little bit about you. And you got a okay. joint dropping today, right? On it. For sure. Um, so, and before we get into, like, everything, we got to talk about the name, bro. Where did it come okay. from? Okay. Um, well, my, my, my first name is Mark. For sure. And um, I'm obsessed with socks. <laughs> Is that, is that simple, huh? <laughs> it's that simple. It's that simple. And put it together, you know what I'm saying? I was trying to figure out what was unique, what was unique, like what would make me stand out. And I was like, well, right. I love socks. <laughs> like, all right, Mark Socks it is. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I shortened it, took the, M, the, the A out, just said MRK. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you can pronounce it phonetically. You know what I'm saying? Um, it all right. stands. It also stands for Michigan Rap King. If you want to oh, get shit. slick with it, okay. you know what I'm saying. So, okay. so yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, or I just call myself SX. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, so uh, either either way is fine, man. You know, rappers, man, rappers and they pseudonyms. Yo, you know I, I, mean? I didn't even know that though. Yeah, so I, I associated MRK with like like you said, your name being Mark, but it can also yeah. mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Rap King. Okay, I feel that exactly. Talking, exactly. talking a little shit on the slide. I feel you. <laughs> I'm from the D, man. That's what we do. Dog, for sure. And that's where we was about to head with the next question. Actually, you must have read my mind. So, uh, mm -hmm. so you from the D? I know you did a little traveling after that. But I, I did want to yep. say this: what What did uh being from Detroit? What What did that do for your for your rap for your rap content? Like, how did the city it influence went... your content? So, um, in the Midwest, you grow up on everything. For sure. All right, you you get you get you get equal parts everything that's popular. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? You turn you turn the radio on, you turn the radio on, you getting E forty and Drake. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's and it's always been like that, like my whole life, man. I grew up I grew up around everything, so I was influenced by whatever was popular. For sure. Um, and and and, and the fact that soul music is so prevalent there, I was influenced by soul music. So. I got little dialects in my music from everywhere. You yeah. know, you, you might hear one record and be like, oh, that sounds Southern. You might hear something else and be like, I think homies from the West Coast or right. from the Bay or whatever. You know what I mean? That's literally because I grew up on everything. For sure. And, uh, and most people most people in Detroit, grandparents is from down South. Oh, yeah. Most so, so I grew up around Southern dialect. You know, so it was natural for me to use certain phrases and terms, you know what I'm saying, in my music. Right. Yeah, and that's that's what I figured too, and and, and it is true. Being from the Midwest, uh, you do get a, a mix of everything. But you you mm -hmm. most definitely right about being from Detroit. Everybody parents from Georgia and Alabama. <laughs> exactly. That's, exactly. That's Florida, Florida, all that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. One hundred percent. Now I peeped in uh like some some previous interviews or uh, previous uh, videos of, of you on YouTube that you spent some time in Japan, man. Tell the people about that. 
Well, I joined the military when I got out of high school, Work. and I found my I found myself um, in Japan. Man, I was over there for seven years. Okay, and and uh, initially it was because of the military, man. And then I really can't say nothing else except for I got blessed, or lucky, however you want to say it, man. A partner of mine that was not in the military, mm-hmm. um, who I was making music with wound up in a video with one of the biggest artists in their country at the time. His name uh, is Zebra. Word. And uh, they got they got, they got got the smoking during the video, and he put my B-tape in. Okay. And it was like, who beats is those? Yeah. And he threw it on. And the next thing I knew, I was in the studio. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Work, working on his album. Yeah, yeah, man. It was pretty dope. Like I said, you call it luck, blessed, whatever, man. And it really, and it, and it, and it opened up, it opened up the country to me in a way that, um, man, I could have never imagined. And it gave me the confidence to get out the military. And I wound up, um, this, that's me as a producer. Right. I mean, man, I've, 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 man, I've produced on no less than 45, 50 major releases in Japan alone. Damn. Okay. Um, yeah. And that, so that, that's another thing too. That's why I want to mention to the people that, um, you started out over in Japan as a producer, so like right. with with that experience, not only just being in Japan, but the experience as a producer. How do you think that's helped you as an artist? Um, immensely, because I still act as a producer, yeah. even if it's not my beat. Um, because I understand music and because I understand production and arrangement, and uh, and really even more than that, how something should feel. Yeah. Um, it helps me a lot. It helps me a lot. From from I mean, I've coached hundreds of artists on thousands of songs right you know over the past 10 15 years man so when i hear a track um and i hear me on it i almost immediately know what to do i may (laughs) not have i can i can hear a whole song and not even have a word of it yet right i just understand how it's supposed to feel damn you know you know and so and so uh when i decided to take the 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 producer for hire i would say hat off mm-hmm. and go into just being an artist um i just started producing myself Word. you know instead of instead of chasing down artists to get on my beats i chased me down and i started getting on other people's beats for sure yeah. no that's that's what's up though and i i gotta ask you this too though i mean because you you mentioned you mentioned about you know hearing the beat and just like kind of kind of having a feel for it off rip like where mm-hmm. where does that come from? Is it something that was learned, or is it just like your gift? Definitely, I I think it's a, so so. I'm a little I'm a little I'm a mixed bag with the whole gift thing, man. Yeah. I, I I tend to um I tend to follow more. So I don't know if you ever heard Michael Jordan talk about his gifting as a as a basketball player. I'm not comparing me to Michael, <laughs> but I'm saying he has a he has a he wrote a book called Driven back in the day. And the whole point of the book was to say that it wasn't his gift. It was it was his desire to be the best, you know, uh, where where, you know, just one very small example is he would no matter where he was, it started in his neighborhood. He figured out who the best player in his neighborhood was and he found out what time he got to the court every day to shoot around. If that guy got there at eight, he got there at seven. If that guy left at three, he left at four. You know, so to Michael Jordan, the reason why he's Michael Jordan is because he was always willing to do that. Okay, you know what I'm saying? What's what's to put the time in? And um, I say the song on purpose on the album track one. I say, you know, niggas is talented, but we put the time in, dog. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the answer to your question is, I put the time in. That's thousands of thousands of of bars. That's that's you know, recording myself for the last twenty years as well as other people. That's 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 uh, you know, you know, um, huge piles on the cutting room floor. Yeah. No. 
I can definitely feel that. I all right, so look, this is this is the thing. We got uh we got you doing both. All right. So you're on the producer end and the artist end. So I wanna know. We we won't necessarily use the word exciting, but I wanna know which one which one you like better, I guess. Like would it be the producer side of it or would it be the, the artist side of it? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's it's more of a it's more of a challenge for me to fit who I am into the into the current wave of whatever's going on in hip hop. And for me, yeah. I enjoy that challenge. I enjoy the challenge of maintaining my integrity, taking their styles and killing it with their styles. For you sure. know what I'm saying? Whatever, whatever, whatever the new, whatever the new wave is, like I'm gonna fit MRK into it and kill that shit. I feel that for sure, for sure. Now I know you uh when you left Detroit, uh you did uh you did your tour over in Japan. So on the you know, on the uh armed forces tip. Yeah. But, uh, after that though, what did you do after that? Like after Japan, after the oh, success you had as a producer, what did you do after that? Yeah, so I made I made a little bread. I made a little bread off of the producing in Japan. Okay. And, um, and I was doing real well. Um and I saved up a good a good bit of money, so I decided to, to shit to take to take to take the chances of doing the same thing in America. And there's a whole, there's a whole reason to that. A lot of people ask me why I didn't just stay. Um, I think, right. I think, you know, I was going to ask, <laughs> Yeah, but I think, I think people ask that because they don't understand what it means to be a foreigner. Right. Like, yeah. like it's, it's, you just not visiting a place, especially a place that everybody is the same exact color. Right. right? So it's not like, you know what I mean? So I could never, blend in like i always stood out i got tired of, i got tired of going to the store and little kids asking if i play basketball <laughs> or, 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 or something like that you know because they didn't understand why i was in their country and not right. and i wasn't in the i wasn't in the um the uh, the tourist spots right <laughs> and you know so so it just kind of got old man and then um i hit a ceiling because you know the internet makes the world small For and sure. you know they were, they were they were they were perfectly in understanding that I wasn't doing my thing in America, so that really affected the way I was getting paid. Like it was a whole, it was a whole social hierarchy thing, and it made it made more sense for me to come back home and, and and do my my thing because I would see cats do a little something in America, come over to Japan and make in a week what it took me the whole year to make because they right. had back in America. So for me, it made more financial sense. For me to come back here, try to do my thing, and then go back over there. Yeah, yeah. I'm still here. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, no, that that, that made complete sense, though. That made complete sense, and I, and I I definitely was gonna ask because I figured when you get to a certain level of success, it's like you know why leave that to come here. But I see, right? It pretty much sound like uh, the standard is set by having a little bit of that American success and then taking it back. It'll get Absolutely. you more money, basically. It gets you more money. It gets you more prestige. It gets you more everything. Because everybody want to be. Everybody want to be successful in America, man. You know what I mean? And during my time there, you know, there was there were artists that that signed American record deals. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To try to release music, but America ain't. They, we not we not ready for an Asian pop star yet. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, probably probably not. <laughs> yeah. We not we not ready yet. You know what I mean? But uh, but I think at some point we will, but not yet. Yeah. And so uh, and so. It just became odd. It just became awkward that I was up in these studios doing my thing, and I was the only one. It just, it just got, it just got weird, man. It was, it was cool at first. It was like a novelty, but, right. but living there, learning the language, and then learning the language was bad for me because then I started to understand 
the nuances it, to, to, to the stuff they were saying when they would, when they would, they, and they didn't like that either because, because they couldn't, um, they couldn't they be slick around. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, and so, uh, that made them uncomfortable. And so, (laughs) you know, it's a whole, it's a whole, exactly, exactly. And, and, and so, and so, uh, and the the pay scale works different there where, um, man, I didn't think I was going to get in. (laughs) So the the, the pay scale work, the pay scale work different. Um, it, it, they, if you are a producer, you typically with a management company, put your shoes on, man. Yeah. And, uh, you still there? Yeah, I got you. Okay, cool. Yeah, so you typically with a management company, and uh, but I wasn't with a management company, so okay. anything that I would do meant I was taking money from somebody else. Got you. So, yeah, man, you know, and if I got singles on some of the biggest, you know what I mean, uh, song uh, albums out, that's a problem because that's supposed right. to be them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, so you can just imagine. Some of the social issues that came with that. Hell yeah, I bet. And you an outsider too. Absolutely, yeah, most definitely. And, and I'm an outsider, but not only an outsider, but an outsider that's not popping in America. Right. So it's like, so you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, I can see how that, can, yeah, how that can go real, real bad. Exactly. Exactly. So one of the, uh, I'll put your gray shoes on. So one of the, one of the, um, the biggest artists over there embraced me. Uh-huh. You know, he embraced me, and I thought it was all fun and games until I realized he wasn't embracing a lot of other people. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, from his own culture. Exactly. So, so yeah, so it caused a lot of – so, man, it was just time to go. Right. <laughs> Basically, bottom line, it was time to get the hell yeah. out of here. I, I made some bread, and uh, fortunately, even after I left, um, I would say my first few years here, um, I was I was still making so much residual bread from over there that it was carrying me in America. Damn, that's what's You up. know, I was still getting my – I was still getting my publishing my life. That's why publishing and ownership is so big. Yeah. Because when you do, and I mean, I haven't produced a song there in years, man, but I still, at least twice a year, I'll get a check for $200 for something I did 15 years ago. Damn, right. Yeah, them real residuals right there. Yeah. Socks and shoes. So look, just to uh, kind of piggyback on that too, obviously you've seen the, the scene in Japan, you know, abroad, and then back here in America. Um, just looking at the two different, like the two different places and and the the way we look at hip hop from here, where do you think like yeah. hip hop is really going? Do you think it's going up or down? Because like for for us old uh, is it feel like it's going down? Okay. But like what do you? What hey, do so you so let me make sure I understand the question that you're asking. Yeah. Um, are, are we are we talking cultural or business? I'm talking cultural. Cultural is it's it's great. It runs the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? It it, it runs the world and, and look here, man, hip hop always belongs the, the youth always say what's cool. True that. Always. You know, we did too. Right, we did it. You know, and, and, and uh and it's never gonna change. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that that part is never gonna change. Sure. That the youth um sets the tone, the precedence for what is in style. True. You know, that's never, ever, ever going to change. And I think that, but what's cool about now is, is there's a lot of youth, like, say, like, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to use somebody everybody always uses, but <laughs> I think somebody, I mean, I don't want to say Kendrick or nothing like that. 
I would even say like a young artist like this cat named Boogie, right? That came okay. out under Shady. Okay. Um, it's following every rule that an artist in the nineties would have followed making his album. Right. You see what I'm saying? Um, but what happened was, and I absolutely, and we can talk about this another time. I blame Soldier Boy. Um, <laughs> when Soldier, wow. When Soldier, Soldier Boy won. Yeah. When he won, it said that the bar could be lowered, and you couldn't say nothing about it because he was getting money. Right. I I dig exactly so, what you're saying. So like when that happened, when we couldn't even say, "Hey, you know." It's good he getting his money, but y'all realize that's not like he can't rap, right? <laughs> like when, like when, when, when we tried to say that, we got called haters, right? Because he getting money, so exactly, right? And so that changed everything. As far as like uh, artists and producers, like at this point, since we know the culture is kind of dominant around the world, do you think that we are getting better business wise? Um, yes, we have to competition. Competition demands it. I'm on an interview, homie. My bad. I'm on an interview right now. I'm on an interview. I will come holler at you. No, 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 no. No, you good. I'm gonna call you later though. All right. Yeah. <laughs> no, you good, man. But uh <laughs> I told you, man, I'm doing regular everyday stuff at the same time. All right, for sure. But uh All right, we might keep that in the interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Nah, man, they they have to, man. Business, you know, when you get when you get more, um, it, it's more of a challenge, man. The more people that are gonna do any one thing, yeah. it's gonna be more of a challenge. You're gonna have to adapt. You're gonna have to adjust. You're gonna have to figure out how to innovate. Like, it's just business, man. It's just business. At the end of the day, you know, the bar sure. got lowered. Yeah, the internet, but not even just the internet. Like I said, when Soldier Boy won, that meant that that made the that began sort of the time of like where the image, like everything about a superstar could be there and he didn't have to be talented. Right. For sure. You know what I mean? So people just went straight to the star without like, they didn't care necessarily about like the talent. It was like, yo, he's cool to look at, cool to be around. He says all the cool stuff. Right. Yo, we rocking with him. You know, oh yeah. I, I mean, you know, if you you know we black, so you listen to something with rhythm uh, enough times, you'll like it. <laughs> that is you true. Know, though. I can't lie. You know I mean? No, that's definitely like, true. You'll get it. You know, you'll hear a song. You'll be like, yo, this is trash. I don't like it. But by the fiftieth time you hear it, you'll be like, yeah, that's just kind of my joint. You know, you. Duh. You know what I mean? You start. You know, it's 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 we black. Like that's how it is. It's programming. Like we just. It is. We love rhythm. We love rhythm and groove. So we'll get it after a while. We'll get yeah, it. Because that's exactly how I feel um, about Tatiana, dog. <laughs> There you go. You see what I'm saying? Like it's 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 a whack song, but it's fun to say "Bust It Down" with Tatiana. It like right. it's just fun to say, exactly. right? <laughs> my man, my man is off beat. I know none of his lyrics, At but all. it is absolutely fun to say "Bust It Down" with Tatiana. Like it's fun, right? No. It's fun to say, and and he's and he's interesting to look at. He's got like a curly high top fade or something. Like, <laughs> like he's interesting, right? He's interesting. <laughs> It has this weird name, Blueface. Right. Like it's, that's is yeah, man. Like that's all. For sure. I mean, he, he's no different than. Listen, man, he's no whacker than any artist that came out in the early '90s that just had a. That, you know, is, is he is he whacker than Freedom Williams and CCNC Music Factory? <laughs> you took that shit way back. <laughs> no. But I'm saying even even by the standards of that time, yeah, for sure. like 
I mean, AC Hammer was horrible. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, horrible. But I knew he was horrible when he was popping. Right. Exactly. You know but but I loved it though. Like he looked good. It sound good. Right. It's, you know what I'm saying? This is how it went. You know, he, absolutely. And he rapped like he was just trying to figure out when the rap part ends so he could get back to the hook. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I listened to some MC Hammer recently, bro. I couldn't even listen to it. But anyways, let me get back. Hammer used to do his thing, though. I ain't gonna lie. He used to do his thing, man. I ain't hating no Hammer, man, because Hammer a real nigga from Oakland. I don't want no problems. You know what I'm saying? Right, I'm, dude. I'm, just, I'm just saying, Hammer, you knew you were just trying to get back to the hook. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. Yo, but staying on, uh, on the whole subject of music, though, obviously, I know you got to you got a joint that just dropped today. Tell the people about your joint yeah. that dropped today and tell them what they should expect. For sure. Uh, the Amazing Sock Monster uh, uh, just dropped today. Um, six joints on this, an EP. It can definitely be called an EP. Six songs, four of them produced by Just Chill Beats from the Ukraine, one produced by my man Kill Miami from the UK, and another one produced by uh, Tone Jones and, ah, man, I feel bad for not remember this other cat name, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it be like that sometimes. Yeah, man. I'm sorry, bro. If you hear this, man, my apologies. But it's a banger they produced. It's called Back to Me. It's the last joint on there. But, but um, nah, man. You you can you can expect uh uh some personal. You know, I get a little bit personal, man. But for the most part, we're just trying to have a good time. For sure. You know, it starts out with on purpose, and um, when you listen to on purpose, uh, it's it's very direct and what this is all about to me. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's very direct to what this is all about about to me, man. And then the last one, the last song being back to me is more of a it's more of a personal record, you know what I'm saying? Kinda kinda bringing you to, to some things I've been through. But it's a fun, it's a fun project, yo. The beats is banging. For sure. The hooks is is insane and as usual I'm rapping my ass off. For sure. And, like, and I and I peeped that definitely it is an essence of fun to it. Uh just to give you a yeah. nod real quick to uh the video that just dropped on YouTube earlier. Uh, I can't make this shit up. It is a fun vibe to it, but at the same time, like you said, bro, you, you rapping your ass off, dog. That's good shit out there. Thank you, dog. No, Thank no. you. And that's the challenge when you was asking me about, you know, what I'm saying whether I like being an artist or a producer. You know, what I'm saying it, it was like, all right, because Kendrick does it really well. You know, what I'm saying he does it really, really, really well in terms of balancing what's happening popular in, in popular culture, mixed with what he wants to inject in the music. Now I ain't no Kendrick. You know what I mean? I don't want nobody to make that mistake like him as somebody that 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 has set the bar. You know, that right. I'm trying to catch up to. For sure. Now just to before we before we get up out of here though, I did want to ask you this too. Obviously you've been in the game for a little while. But uh who who would you who would you say was your biggest influence in hip hop? Just right now, or just period. Period, just from day one. I know, right? Oh, it's a lot God. going on, but you know, <laughs> that's tough, man. I'm gonna say I can give you errors. Okay. I can give you errors. All right, let's do that. I can tell you. I can tell you the '90s. Um, was heavy D. Word. Yeah, the '90s was heavy D. Heavy D. The 2000s probably say was Jay-Z and Common. Word. Okay. Right. Like, it's Common. Um, yeah. And then um, 
recently, like in the last couple of years, and I don't, and I don't, I and 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 this this is true, not just because he passed away, but Nipsey Hussle. For sure. Like Nipsey, 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 Nipsey had, I, I was hollering, he had the best album of 2018 as soon as it came out. For you sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nipsey, man, but uh, yeah, he's been a huge, he, huge influence in the past couple of years in terms of uh, just motivation and determination. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? No to, get, to get this shit done, man. You know what I'm saying? So we lost, we lost the real one. Duh, you know what sure. I mean? And, uh, yeah. And, and and uh, so, yeah. So I would say that, man. You know, a little bit of, you know. But yeah. I enjoy Kendrick and Drake. You know what I'm saying? Like I enjoy all of these people, man. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Some of the up and coming cats. You know what I'm saying? I I, I dig with what up and coming cats is different because I'm on the head. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you know <laughs> we will talk about them later. We gonna jump back into uh, you know what you were saying about about the album. His release okay. today. Where where can everybody find it today? Okay, yeah, you can uh, go any anywhere that uh you, you stream music, the album will be there. Just type in MRK space SX and it should be the only album that comes up, the Amazing Sock Monster. For sure. That's that's what's up, dog. And let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Absolutely. On on Instagram, it's uh at MRK underscore SX on Twitter. All right, for sure. Also too, man, look, I gotta ask you. I know you just re- uh released a joint today. And so props for that, you know what I'm saying? Congratulations on the on the new joint today. But already I know you're thinking. So what's next on the venue, dog? I know you got something on deck already. So what's next for Mark? One hundred. Well, well, two things. Um, big shout to my label. I own a label which I didn't talk about. Um, which is called That Feeling. Oh, um, bro, you got Now you got to tell us now, man. Sure. Nah, nah. So, so uh, my record label is That Feeling, and uh, there's there's four artists signed to it. I'm one of them. Okay. Uh, we got DJ, we got DJ One Ten, myself, Wizz's Beast, and my man um, E Smitty, um, the soul singer, and okay. we are all signed to that feeling. Which again is my 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 label, and it's it's part of why when you ask me what's next, what's next is for me to continue developing their careers. Um, we already put out one compilation, which was called "Go Get It." You can get you can grab that too. Okay, um, no doubt. It's called "Go Get It," and um, just 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 type in that that feeling D A T F E E L I N. Go get it. It'll come up. That was that was the first release from the label. This okay. my album is the second. Bet. My album okay. is the second, the second release from the label. Um, what's coming up for me personally is continuing to develop them. And the Amazing Sock Monster is part one in a series of four. Oh, okay. Right, so you're gonna get three more projects from me before 2020. This Damn. is the okay. yeah. This is this is the first one. I'm on the I'm on the head, bro. I gotta be. You know what right. I mean? So. So uh, this this is the introduction. We got a lot a lot more coming. So this summer you can expect the single from the next one to drop in like July. But right. before then, I'm a, I'm a, uh, uh, keep knocking out videos for this one. Yeah. Um, you can see uh, we we working on go get it too, and okay. then each of them have their own individual albums that are coming as well. Also got a podcast called Elbrick Road, which I just. Dropped the first episode for the other day. Oh, um, right. congratulations! Yeah. Thank you, bro. And uh, I run a podcast. I, <laughs> thank you. I actually have a podcast network. It's called That Feeling Podcast. Man, what? Oh, we, yeah. we definitely got a lot yeah. to talk about. We, we got to build. Rap again for sure. For sure, I got a whole podcast network. I'm the last one to join it. Like, there's already other podcasts going on on it. Um, oh, if you man, go by, if you if you go by, if you go by SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com/slash That Feeling. 
you'll see them all up there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, my man from my man from the desk, hello, shout out to him. And he he interviews everybody that are legends in hip hop. Like one of the recent ones was from Buckshot. You know what I'm saying? And and and, and Razkaz, You know what I'm saying? Like he, he had a lot of interviews like that. Um, okay. He's a lot of cats from the Griselda camp right now too. Um, yeah. So he he's he's on he's on the that feeling um, network. My man Wizz's Beast. Um, he got F U F U I F U I M, which stands for Fuck You on Me podcast. Word. Smitty with the Real Fool podcast. We got a live mix show called In the Den with One Ten. We got another podcast called Poetic University. Bruh, you got a lot of shit going on, dog. <laughs> I got a lot of shit going on, man. And, and I'm on I'm on the head, bro. I'm on the head. And so and so uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I decided to develop my own infrastructure um, before I released the solo album. So I, I, I have a, a, a pool of, of fans that, that we promote to internally before it even gets out to the rest of the world, you know. And, and so, um, so we, we spent a lot of time developing that. So yeah. that's what's going on, man. So tap in. Follow, follow at MRK underscore SX. Also follow at that feeling. That's for sure. Bruh, I didn't know we was going to find out this much about you. We definitely got to get you back on the I show. I know I was going to tell that much about me. <laughs> 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 That's what's up. That, right. I mean, that shouts to you, though. You know what I mean? As a great host and a, and a great interviewer, bro. You know what I'm saying? It, t- it takes a lot to, to start up your own thing. So anybody does. that does it, yo, you get my, you get my respect, gratitude, everything, because people don't know what it's like when you're not on this mic. For sure. Yeah, I appreciate so, that shit to the fullest, bro. No doubt, no doubt. And anything I could do, anything I could do, you know, my network could do, man. Just let me know. Oh, for sure, man. Hey, I'm gonna hold you to it. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> All right, that's what's up, man. Well, thanks for coming through the block, man. Of course, it's my man Mark Socks. Make sure you Indeed. check out his joints available on all digital platforms right now. Get your get your uh get your joint a shout out again, dog. Indeed. Mark Socks, the amazing sock monster out today. Go grab that. Enjoy yourself, man. Let me know what you think. For sure, dog. We definitely go do that. Until the next time, man, you already know what it is. The live yes, and radio show on the planet. Straight from the E-Block Radio live on your dial. It's your man, the hood, Howard Stern, Q Lewis, holding it down live from the 48205, man. We out. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com. That's theplug-agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer.
This is Sarah Hubbard, host of You and Me Kid, a podcast about starting and raising a family on your own. We just launched season two, and I'm speaking with single moms, those still considering, and experts in relevant fields to give you a real sense of what the day-to-day experience of solo parenting looks and feels like. Plus, this season, I've partnered with California Cryobank, the number one sperm bank in the U.S. So wherever you are in the process, this podcast provides some support, humor, and helpful information. Listen to You and Me Kid wherever you get your podcasts.